Welcome to Awario Marketing Talk, a podcast where we uncover digital marketing secrets. Hi, marketing lovers. I'm Lina, a content copywriter at Awario. My co-host Anna is with me, and we have a special guest today, Sophie Ann Bennett, an influencer marketing specialist. Hello, girls. Hi. Hi. So, Sophie, I have a question for you. Could you please tell us a bit more about your marketing experience and your area of expertise? Yeah, of course. So I kind of started out in the gambling industry, which kind of obviously moved me into a little bit more of my loving for gaming. Growing up, you can never really make a living out of gaming, but these days you actually can. So I would say that I've kind of moved into making a living out of something that I love. But obviously, I've also always had a really big love for the creative industry. So being able to match these two together has just been a, a dream come true, really, for a job. Uh, as you probably have already guessed, we speak about influencer marketing today, and I believe many people understand how to market on Instagram or YouTube, but how's about something exotic like Twitch? Uh, it's a very big gaming community today with uh, 30 million visitors per day, so I think that's, it's, it's very interesting to uh, speak about influencer marketing on this platform. So I think that Twitch is, um, as much as it's very well known in the gaming space, it is the perfect place for anybody to go um, and market on. It's it's such a, a free and open space and a really genuine platform at the same time. So we've I've worked with obviously I've worked with a lot of gaming brands um, on on Twitch, whether that be a, a new mobile game, whether that new be a new PC game, console. But we also work with a lot of consumer brands, a lot of non-endemic brands to the gaming industry. Um, from uh, energy drinks to um, even your specific snacks uh, to like different crisps and crackers and cookies. But we've also worked with the very elite such as CBD oils and CBD sprays, which work hand in hand with the gaming audience, but they also work hand in hand with people who are on there to just chat. It really does open a whole new marketing playing field, really, for any kind of companies out there. Obviously, you can tailor to your brand values depending on who, what kind of influencers you want to work with. So whether you're quite a, a straight and narrow and to the point kind of client, or whether you're a crazy out there, like a little bit of um, energy and boisterousness, you, you have it all on Twitch, which is also really good. Yeah, so uh, there are about 8 million active channels on Twitch and my question is how to find Twitch influencers at all for your brand? Yeah, so great question. Um, something that we always kind of look for is obviously I have a personal admiration for Twitch influencers anyway. So I kind of know the people that I personally would want to work with. So if I owned a brand, I would want to be working with someone that was super chatty, a little bit crazy, um, but also a little bit exotic that had something going for them. But say if I had a client that came to me and said that they were looking for US and UK influencers that had an average concurrent viewership that was um, quite good. So it's really around 250 to 500 ACCV. Then we, we would go and look at that. So we've, um, we use one of our own platforms internally. We have our own database, but if we're looking for people that are a little bit out there that we've not worked with before, we always have a little look on Sully Gnome. 
we look at a few of the, the target markets that we're looking at, perhaps we're looking at Brawl Stars, perhaps we're looking at Fortnite only players. And we can obviously go on there and look at who are the biggest names streaming this title at the moment. And that's what's great about Twitch is that you also get a wealth of knowledge about how the platforms are performing, whether what their average wait, uh, watched minutes are, whether or not they've been streaming for seven days in a row, whether they've not streamed in 30 days. And you kind of see like when, what time they go live at. So it really allows you to see what is the best time for them to go live at, which gives you a super concurrent view into whether they're in the US, whether they're in the UK market, whether they're in the Asian market. Um, so there's a lot of things that are out there that you can look on Sully Gnome. So that's usually our first point of call, but we obviously have, we go to sometimes a lot of the YouTubers who specialize in IRL or streaming. They also have a Twitch channel as well. So that's always a good supporting backdrop to have. So you can always check out your favorite YouTubers and some of them have moved over to Twitch. But most of the time, because we have such a, a well-versed community ourselves, we have our own exclusive talents at GameLancer, but we also have a lot of knowledge within ourselves that we know exactly who would be the best fit for some of our, us going forward. But for anybody starting out, Sully Gnome is the best place to start, especially if you know what games you want to go after and what community would work best with either your product or your new game as well. Out of curiosity, can I just ask how many people are in your database if it's not like a secret? <laughs> it's not a secret at all. We're, I think we're close to the three billion over bit about. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we specialize in anything from micro to macro to mega. Um, so we've got quite a lot of people that we've worked with. And since we've been around for the past six years, we've had multiple campaigns run across the board globally as well, which is, which is great because we have 12 languages in-house. Uh, and if you want to find something new, someone new, uh, have you tried working with the social listening tools like Averio and use social listening to find influences? Yeah, so something that's a little bit different about kind of using these tools for Twitch is that Twitch is quite a like a talkative so it's, it's more of an audio channel which does cause um some difficulty sometimes when you obviously want to use social listening tools social listening tools work tremendously well when you can have full descriptions like on youtube or you can have captions and things like that that happen around facebook and instagram and those lots, lots of platforms but for things like especially like snapchat as well it's quite similar because it's an ephemeral piece of content and sometimes Twitch videos can also be ephemeral content. It depends if the, um, the influencer wants to decide to save those on their channel or not. You don't always get those perfect um, social listening tools to be able to grasp all of that kind of stuff. Um, we know there is a few out there that we've tried to use by grasping and listening to the audio itself, but they tend to be quite time consuming um, at the same time. So we tend not to gravitate towards them for any Twitch activity, um, but we have used them in the past for any YouTube activity or Instagram activity we've used. Uh, can I ask you, how do you use them usually? Yeah, of course, yeah. So depending on what we're running, what kind of campaign we're running for our, our clients or our brands, we will either be running, so say, for example, the, the best one that we usually use for when we're pushing UGC content through hashtag challenges, where a lot of the time we'll be using specific keywords, specific target words that would be similar, um, just to pick up on what's being said and what's being spoken about around either the actual campaign that we've activated or the new update or the new product launch things like that. That's the kind of the major ones that we use to tend to use it for, but we don't necessarily usually input these more of the time. We have obviously like stronger KPIs listed to it, like such as the like CPI or CPA, um, that usually tends to be the, the bigger push that clients tend to want from us rather than the, the social listening aspect. Okay, and my question is about the option for influencer marketing on Twitch. For example, on Instagram, influencers can uh, tag a company in their profile or can, uh, for example, 
tell about uh, campaigning in the stories and what about Twitch? So Twitch actually has a variation of different ones that you could use. Um, so there's, there's kind of like three pillars that I guess I can kind of talk through. So the main one is that you see a lot is let's play videos. So very similar to YouTube, you'll have people playing the game on live, uh, on live television, basically. They'll get to kind of interact with the game, showcase its best features, but it also comes across as a little bit more genuine. There's no script to it. You can give them a few talking points, but also just allows them to come at one with, the, with your product, whether that be a new game, whether that be a new headset whether that be a new, a new drinks company that they're signing on or even a telephone company. They could be showcasing how they transfer the Android to an iPhone or an iPhone to an Android. And um, there's really endless possibilities about how genuine you can kind of showcase that interaction on a live stream. You can do a lot of different tournaments, which integrates obviously say five to 10 influencers at the same time. And what's really cool is that you can then obviously swap between the channels and um, you can kind of showcase what's exa exactly going on and all this all the same time. We've done a lot of things like that, but across time zones, which is a really exciting thing. because it's kind of like handing over the baton. So it's like doing a relay, but from one time zone all the way over to another. That's something that is really quite fun and engaging to watch on Twitch because you can see that game being played for 24 hours. And so it kind of showcases how you can move up in the rankings. But then we also have our kind of second pillar, which takes me to like being able to sponsor channels and having people do one month, three months, six months uh, channel sponsorships where they will maybe have one sponsorship um, stream a month, maybe even two, depending on what kind of activity it was they were running. But they could also have, say, they could run their own tournaments themselves. But basically the channel takes on a really good vibe that mirrors both the brand's expectations and the brand's values and um, merges them with the influencer's brand's values as well. There's something that we always take really cautious and we always like to find the perfect fit. So you, basically we take say the brand value is um, honesty and national nationalism or something like that. Then you'd we'd go out and find someone that was that perfect space of honesty. Maybe they always talk their mind. Maybe they have no filter. Um, so we're really trying to find that, that perfect grasp of both the brand and the influencer. And with that, you can basically kind of take over the channel. You can have some lots of brand placements. It can be on the, the, the breast of the shirt they're wearing. It can be on a hat. It can be a sticker that's on their microphone. Um, but then we can also have a lot of electronic ones. There's panels um, on Twitch below hand where you could have some codes that uh, are linked to either maybe their Steam code, if it's for a game or if it's for any vitamins or drinks things like that it could have some uh, promotion codes anybody can use that and um, the influencer necessarily is still getting a little bit of money for but also because they just believe in the product itself that always comes in as quite a seamless fit for both the influencer and the brand and with that obviously you can get chatbot links get a rotating banner that's within the video um, live stream section as well but also to the set plain and simple ones you can simply run ads on twitch as well and um, which you do see quite a lot of the big people coming along and obviously, notably, because it's owned by Amazon now, we do see obviously quite a lot of uh, Amazon activity happening there as well. Obviously, notably Prime, Disney Plus is on there. They're getting a lot of uh, activity. That's another simple way just to get on there is using your ads on specific uh, channels that work with you as well. And then obviously the major thing that obviously works better with influencer activity rather than just ads is that there's obviously the sub subscriptions but a lot of people can sub to a channel which allows them to watch ad free so sometimes those ads those traditional media ads don't necessarily work which is why it's always good to kind of partner up with an influencer on twitch
so could you maybe give us a little example of a campaign you were involved with without like uh, giving away any secrets uh, or breaking NDAs? Maybe you could tell us how like you came up with creative decisions, what were they and what were the results of this campaign? Yeah, of course. So I was I was lucky enough that I got to work on um, a recent mobile release called Erica Interactive. It's kind of like a little bit of a one of its kind out there. Um, it allows you to play the game, but you're making the decisions of the protagonist as you go through the storyline. It's a little bit horror, a little bit jumpy, but the storyline is, uh, is really solid. It will try and won't give it anyway. But it basically takes a, a young girl in the UK through um, the torment of what happened to her mother and where her father is. And she kind of ends up in a bit of a mental institution and she kind of finds all these different characters. But you basically get to dictate where she goes and where she does it and things like that. So we got, we got this brought to us and it was an iOS only release, which is also already quite a segregated avenue to go down, uh, especially in mobile. It's sometimes quite an expensive difference to Android. But we thought, how can we make this? It's obviously already such an engaging and interactive and fun game. What else can we do for it that would make it a little bit better? The first 15 minutes of the game were free and there was a uh, two hours and 45 minutes of gameplay in, in total. And so we thought it's going to be released in the UK, in, in, in the UK, in the US and in Australia. So what is it, what is our best actions here? So we created a, a Twitch initiative that would allow the influencer to play the game, but for their audience to make the decisions for them. So we kind of took the power from the influencer and gave it to their community, which then made the community want to know what was going to happen next as well. So we had a fantastic constant viewership for all of the people that went live. I think in the end, we had eight guys go live. We had over a million viewers overall. And we even then took some of the content that we created on Twitch and ran it on TikTok as well. And just to see if it would work, obviously it was a mobile first initiative to see if that would pick up. And people obviously that had seen some of the activity running on Twitch, obviously connected with the fact that it was now on a different platform um, and performed really well. So that was also nice to see that we could take that content from Twitch itself um, and a native Twitch piece of content and um, because it was still in the um, same size and, and run that on uh, TikTok and see how that worked a little bit. We obviously saw that there was a lot of organic uplift here. And we notably saw that there was a lot of people clicking the links and getting downloaded, but obviously because it was mobile first and most people watching on Twitch would be obviously sometimes watching on their desktop or watching on their mobile where they can't access the chat sometimes. Um, so we kind of overcame this by including QR codes within it. So people, if they were watching on their desktop, all they had to do was pick up their phone, scan the QR code, and they got taken to the, the iOS app store where they could download Erica and start playing alongside the influencer. We saw uh, one influencer actually went through the entire game in one hole, and then she began the entire thing all over again because she wanted to know because there was there's six different endings and she was so intrigued that she basically asked her community like, are you guys going to stick with me for another three hours? Let's do this. And that we, that we thought was just a, a fantastic, just ode to how good the game is and also how interactive it was for them to be talking to their communities, the community be, to be making the decisions for them and really, really interesting from, from our behalf as well as, as watching our clients be really happy with the outcome as well. That's good. And uh, what are the key metrics marketers can use uh, for measuring Twitch influencer campaign performance? Yeah, of course. So obviously it's a, it's a live streaming platform. So you want to know how many eyes that live stream is getting. 
there's obviously unique viewers and um, there's your average viewership that's happening at the same time so your ACCV that's kind of the main one you want to pick your channels up based on the ACCV so you know exactly how many people are watching at one given time but you'd also like to see that if these people have their videos open that people are coming back to watch these as well so the total amount of people that have viewed um, the video at the end of your campaign is also a great metric but with like any Twitch influencer campaign you need to keep your eye on the organic uplift that's happening around it as i said obviously some of the user journeys can sometimes be a little bit disrupted if it's not a pc or um steam sometimes even console you can get around to purchasing and that's quite an easy user journey obviously mobile sometimes has caused some difficulty but similar with like consumer products such as drinks and things like that if you can go straight to the website the user journey is really seamless but we, we would like to see that sometimes people are watching on their phone and typing into their computers or the opposite way around so just keeping an eye on your organic traffic your organic uplift whether that be for installs purchases any sort of the code being used outside of the um, the tracking link that you may have created that's always always good to keep an eye on on those specific things uh thanks for all these tricks and tips so uh i have one last question i know that many brands want to build long-term relationships with influencers and it's quite a common case that an influencer keeps coming back to a brand once again and i wonder if it's uh, a typical practice on twitch and is it possible even how it's done usually and is there any difference between like twitch influences and facebook or instagram influences yeah so similarly similarly to um facebook instagram any kind of i mean you've even got your discord uh, influences at the moment everyone obviously has to disclose that they're in an ad partnership so that's kind of the closest thing that i would say is even the probably the most uh, overlapping other than that it's similar in the way that they are can be ambassadors that they can promote the the brand that can promote the client but in a way it always comes across a little bit more genuine i i find when you're on twitch because it's live because there's that slight uh, more genuine interaction with um say that the drink that they're having or if they're wearing a sp specific piece of clothing or if they're actually just enjoying playing the game itself these these things are obviously quite hard to 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 fake when you're when you're talking to your your community and your community can kind of see through it So the people that take on these long-term partnerships on on Twitch, they are they are really heavily involved in the brand and the brand values and things like that. And they believe in the product because they want to showcase it to their to their fans and to their community. And they want to stand by that product as well. You do see quite a lot more people work on a long-term partnership on Twitch. Um, it's not often that you'll see people do a one-off partnership. Sometimes they can last one month. Sometimes you see uh, year-long sponsorships, whether that be for for chairs, gaming chairs. You see a, a huge amount of people doing long-term sponsorships, such as Logitech, Skullcandy, all these kind of people that do headphones and such. And then you see your likes of Red Bull, similar very people. They'll have fridges in the background, but they'll be drinking it on their uh, on their channel. They they work really well because they resonate with the audience. The audience is constantly seeing that brand um, whilst they're watching someone that they really admire. And if they see that that person is using said product or playing said game, they're going to want to do the same because if they're seeing someone that they are happy with and that they know of, it, it already seems a little bit more genuine, um, in my opinion, in comparison to your likes of your Instagram, whereas I think um, Instagram can also be a lot more around like just usage rights, kind of see people doing um, content that kind of just slots into X, Y, and Z. Um, and kind of, you can see that they've been scripted sometimes and kind of been molded to say certain things. 
Whereas Twitch kind of gives a little bit more freedom to the influencer um, from the client side and from the brand side, due to the fact that you can't necessarily script it because it is live and with live content, anything can go wrong really. Yeah, I think this live element like changes a lot of things probably. Yes, okay, it seems so. Uh, we have discussed uh, the most important things about uh, Twitch influencer marketing. So uh, let's uh, list the key points uh, for new buyers who want to start uh, marketing on Twitch, like one, two, three. Yeah, perfect. So I'd say that the, the main key points for influencer marketing on Twitch is you've got to be genuine about it. So you need to find that perfect jigsaw piece, I would say. Some influencers are jigsaw pieces for multiple brands. Some influencers are jigsaw pieces for just one sole brand. So it's just knowing that you're connecting with the perfect agency, whether it be an agency, whether it's perfect manager, just to know that your brand is gonna be represented in the exact same way that you would want it to be presented by yourself. Number two, I would say, I would say don't pay attention too much to the, the geography that you're, you're targeting. Um, you'll see a lot of the time that, say, if I wanted to use a UK influencer, I'm going to be targeting the USA over the UK, uh, notably just because of where it's going to be going. But you can never understand where the, your reach could actually go on, on Twitch. So it's always good that if you are doing a global campaign that you do look heavily into all over the place because you'll pick up some influencers that have, like so we specifically, we have a German influencer. She has a huge pull on Japan and Brazil. So that's something that really does open your eyes. So I think that's something just never, never put yourself in one box. There's, there's a lot of other boxes that could be better fitting to yourself. And point number three that I would say is, is anybody should do it. Everybody should try it once. It's something that I know it's heavily gamified and I know that's um, sometimes an audience and a community that some people are, are scared to get involved with, but the purchasing power of the community on Twitch is tenfold. Um, you'd really be missing out if you didn't give it a shot and look into it. And I think that's something that a lot of companies are now coming around to understanding and people are starting to put their some eggs in the Twitch basket. And I think as time goes on, a lot more people will be definitely putting their eggs in their Twitch basket. So if people listen to this podcast and decide that they finally want to try marketing on Twitch and want to find you and your agency, where can they do it on the internet? Yeah, of course. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Sophie and Bennett. And then you can also just find us on gameinfluencer.com. Um, we have a business inquiry uh, connection on there as well as a campaign quote connection on there. And they both come straight into my inbox. So I'd be happy to hear from anybody. We recently just won um, last night, we won the Influencer Marketing Agency of the Year um, at the Pocket Gamer Awards for mobile games. So we're very happy. And um, that was from over 100 judges. So we're really looking forward to kind of expanding a little bit more. So look forward to hearing from some new clients. Thanks a lot. I hope we have convinced you guys that Twitch is a super handy platform for influencer marketing and marketing campaigns launching. I hope you will take advantage of Sophie's tips when you start on Twitch. Feel free to ask questions or write comments around this podcast topic on our various social pages. Goodbye and good luck with marketing on Twitch. Thank you for listening to Awario Marketing Talk. Hit the subscribe button if you are new to our talks. If you are a long-term listener, do not forget to like, comment, and share. Leave the questions down below if you want us to cover some specific topic. Stay tuned for our updates.